Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 153 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Almond Brothers Tribute Band and Video Game Podcast. Uh, come for the pre-production. Make sure you show up around 8 o'clock. You will catch all these bullshit references because they will not be explained later. You have to come early for that uh, greatness. It's part of the benefit of our Patreon and Cesar's uh, <laughs> only fans that he's set up for. <laughs> Or fans only, as Mrs. keeps referring to it as. <laughs> yeah, my my Twitter handle will come soon. Don't worry, I'll, I'll make one. There we go. Just for my account. Uh, tonight, uh, outside of your Almond Brothers and OnlyFans jokes, we have a Xbox Indie Showcase came and went. We have updated info on PlayStation Store closure. It's not good stuff. Uh, another Sony game gets movie adaptation. What could this be? There's a day one patch for Battle and Wonderworld that addresses a major issue. Uh, backwards compatible titles reach the cloud via Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, Brant, I'm not sure why you put this in here, but it says Sony patent shows trophy support for older titties. So I'm not sure why that's in there. And if maybe you spell titles so often that it autocorrects to titties, but we're going to go with it. Uh, obviously. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> why would you autocorrect that? I'll take famous older <laughs> titles. Before. No, that, the problem is autocorrecting to that. That's the problem. That means you typed it in so much. Right, and my phone still says ducking for some reason when it Mine knows better. I got so much on my phone. <laughs> it has it hasn't. I'm, I'm waiting to the part where I mean I mean to say duck and it puts fuck instead. So <laughs> that's the day I'll be like I finally lived. But when do you have <laughs> to send somebody duck? And it's <laughs> hey duck, something's coming at you, duck. It Watch still applies. Coming at you. Something's coming at you, fuck. <laughs> it still works. <laughs> All right, so we have your older titties for uh, Sony Five patents. Months. That definitely says titles. Uh, potent portables. Well, what are you looking at? Are you kidding me, Brett? You're only looking at the same thing? <laughs> I had to log in, too. I see an L. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, your April uh, Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus titles. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight, of course, by Brant McKee. Happy April Fool's, y'all. Yes. Thank you, Brant, yes. for throwing that in there. Well done. You got us good. Yeah. And Cesar Concepcion the second. Oh, He's here in the flesh. Cesar, we don't hear you as good. It's like it's coming from somewhere else all of a sudden. It's coming from uh, behind the monitor. Behind the monitor? How about now? Slight interference. Uh, give us more audio. Mic test, mic test. Mic test. Eh, about the same. It's like the eye test. A or B? One <laughs> or two? That's about the same. All right, hold on. Hold on. Um, how does C sound? Uh, not as good as A or B. What, C doesn't sound any better? It's the same. Nah, it sounds a... like you're in the distance somehow. Is I'm there going a... the distance, man. I'm going for speed. <laughs> it's not a yeah. speed reference, at least. Still nothing? <laughs> That's better. Area. I know you're not going to stay leaned up like that. Nah. Yeah, because I lean back, man. Here's why. <laughs> Another music reference. <laughs> they never end. Uh, sorry for the day late extra recording. Um... Uh, Tyler's girl reached out to us on Twitch. Uh, we always have the chat up, so if you have any questions, bounce stuff off of us. But uh, we probably need to get better at putting it out on Twitter or Instagram or something when we're going to change the schedule. But things come up, so sometimes we're early a day, sometimes we're late a day. I believe we're going to take off next week. It's going to be spring break in our area, so uh, certain members of us are going to take advantage of that. Um uh, there may be some sort of content. We don't know. Probably not. So count on no show next week, but you never know. 
little bit of housekeeping before we get into the actual episode. Anybody got anything else to add? No, man, I think you nailed it. Well done, sir. Sounds like you're even farther away. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to <laughs> cause a lot of pain and strife. I don't know what it is. How about now? Decent-ish? <laughs> mic test, mic test. It's all good. That's ours in the distance. I'm going for speed, man. I'm telling you. Still going for speed. <laughs> Strike down. That's it. That's our case. Put it up there. Cake. <laughs> got cake. We got Allman Brothers cake and Marty O'Donnell. Did, did I do enough music references that I did it? <clears throat> is Possibly. It is that what it is? It's not just one. It's like a cumulative thing. I, I think if we do so many music references, there's no way they can. The algorithm will never find us. Or That's we could theory. just stream Guitar Hero or something. Or we could just stream Guitar Hero. Would that I do us in? I don't I No, because remember, so. I tried it when when, the, when it came out on PS4, I tried to do uh, Holy Online. And um, remember, it just cuts out the music. It's just me just strumming in silence. That's all it was. Yeah. Nice. You beating the beating the bar on the guitar? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I think, what was that I did? I, I think I did the the drum game. I think I sent it to you, and it was supposed to be Frozen. It was just me. It was just uh, no music, remember? How long ago was this? It was been a while because you were like, yeah. I sent it to you. You're like, what the hell am I? What the hell is this? Is that, <laughs> That's what you guys like. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the good content we made years before we started doing a podcast. Like, man, we should be recording this man, this madness. You should have this mania present for all to see. I, I we didn't put this in news, but uh. Somebody got a, uh, a takedown for reporting uh, a leak, supposedly. I think it was a an IGN leak, maybe, or something. It was Activision. And it was Activision, like, that's what it was. Ran or something like that, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. He broke a news story, and they, they got taken down for a, a DMCA takedown for a story that he broke. Wow. For a, yeah, rumor. I'm not how that, sure that how that works in journalism. Like, how does that, how does that work down? I guess a content strike's a content strike regardless, right? Probably. I don't know. They're still defining all that shit. Don't get jail time. Cesar, you could go to jail for your clicking the drum thing or the guitar thing. Uh, you better delete it if it's stored somewhere. Sure. If I, they're going to send me to jail for that. Fine. Whatever. For, for playing Frozen on, <laughs> on that. Yeah, okay. Was it Frozen? It was it a was, Frozen song? Yeah. yeah. I think that's why I sent it to you. Because uh, I think that's when um, you know who was singing Frozen songs all the time. This checks out. This yeah. timetable checks out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into proper news. New Xbox games. The biggest announcements from the Indie Showcase. This comes from Vic Hood and Adam Vajeska. Vajestica at Tech Radar. The Xbox Indie Game Showcase took place on March 26th. They showed off Exomecha, a free-to-play online competitive first-person mm-hmm. shooter. The Ascent. A 4K co-op trailer. I didn't watch this show. Did this sneak up on me? I don't know any of these things. Yeah, because um, it was right, like somebody, four, it was like four hours this. of holy shit. I didn't watch that at yeah, all. I just it, it, it was yeah. It, it was an it was a very very long show. I don't know anybody that really sat through the whole thing. Oof. Um, but there are a lot of interesting indie titles. I encourage uh, anybody listening to you know kind of look through this show. Uh, and look up some of these titles because there are, are a lot of interesting things. Um, oh yeah, this is a this, shit ton of games. I, they and, they packed in this four hours. 
Yeah, and this, I mean, this goes over a lot. I mean, a lot of them are kind of your same kind of uh, indie titles. I even, uh, I, I chose this because it was a condensed article, and then I even noticed when I was kind of reading through it, uh, what is it? Was it this one? Yeah, the, the, uh, they go through and talk about, what's it, um, Omno and... Uh, the wild, uh, the wild at heart, and they basically have the almost the same description when they talk about the gameplay. So I think <laughs> even helps. the person writing the article didn't one hundred percent pay attention, right? Um, but I mean, even uh, even among all these you know interesting indie titles, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff: side scrolling, retro style games, racing games. Um, they showed uh, some Hello Neighbor two. Um, Let's see. I see uh, Astria Ascending. It looks like a yeah, Final Astria, Fantasy type thing. Astria Ascending. Um, soup Pot, you know, like a cooking sim. And, of course, because these are indie titles, they're all going to have kind of some kind of little uh, quirky flair to them. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I know they showed uh, the last, or not, um, what was it? Among Untapped Us. just a bit. Okay. Oh, that that indie darling mm-hmm. among us, among us, and own exclusive uh, whatever it was. Oh no! Okay, there it goes. The article went out on me. Yeah, but, my uh, tab shit the bed too. Uh, did, did yours tell you that your um, iPhone might be affected by viruses? <laughs> no, I didn't get that <laughs> link. Um, but yeah, some some of the big things. I mean, like Stalker Two, and 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 a really big thing they focused on was uh that a lot of these um some of these are actually coming to multiple platforms Mm -hmm. um but it seemed like the majority of them are going to be uh coming to xbox pc uh and a lot of them are a lot of these indie titles will be day one game pass releases as well oh yeah very cool super super excited about lawn mowing simulator (laughs) Hey, Hell yeah! You, you say that, but honestly, a lot of those simulation games are are pure gold. Because uh, I don't do that enough every week. <laughs> I responded to that one when they announced it, and I said, "Okay, somebody play this. I'll watch you on Twitch and gauge your performance, and then you can come cut my grass." Yeah, whoever whoever is the best one, yep, has Rise the, to the, the top. privilege to come to your house. Rise to the top and cut your grass. Well done, it's like sir. tryouts. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like the Dark Knight. There we go. It's we virtual tryouts. We table and say it's tryouts. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Limited number of spots. That was a good scene. <laughs> that was a good-ass movie. That was a golden movie. But yeah, there there, there are a lot of titles. Uh, probably really too many to talk about. Talk Honestly, we, yeah. it, it would it would take up the in, in almost the entire show here. But yeah. it's 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 good to see, you know... Um, all the all the bigger companies take interest in indie studios and you know give them a platform. Uh, and of course, you know Microsoft started snatching up a lot of a lot of different indie studios and stuff. And this is this is kind of the first thing we've we've seen from Microsoft, and it's a lot. It is a a lot of games that are that are going to be coming to them. Four-hour show is a big effort. Yeah. 
yeah. probably the biggest one they had since they started ID at, at Xbox, so, which is yeah. uh, three years ago maybe. And they kind of they kind of led the way with their uh, what was that like Summer of Indies or something like that back in the day with Braid and things like that and Shadow yeah. Complex. The old arcade days. Yep. Remember when it, was, it had to be uh, like under 256 megs or something? 250 meg limit. Yeah. Well, what game broke that? They, there was a game there like because Sony was like, ah, we don't care, and then, then they had a they made Xbox break their rule. I forgot what it was. I thought it was Symphony of the Night. Was that not the one that that broke the barrier? <sighs> I forgot who broke it open for it. Now Damn they it. did it for one of them. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, okay. Maybe it was Shadow Complex. That why sounds they, maybe right. Why did they do that? Did they want anybody with uh, like the memory card, the arcade system, and the memory card to play? It was, like, it was for the people who didn't have a hard drive. Yeah. Uh, 256 megs or whatever that was in there internally or something like that. But then it got to like, I think Halo 3 required the hard drive. So they, they priced themselves out of that or they phased themselves out of that arcade model regardless. Yeah. I mean, we sold two of those arcades when they came out. So that's how they got me. I mean, you I, bought the arcade with no hard drive? Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's how I kind of got into the ecosystem, at least. I got the uh, the arcade that, yeah, had barely any internal and had the little memory card and then yep. so bought a hard drive. I, I found an article when uh, Brent was like seven years old in 2008 <laughs> uh, <laughs> where, they, where they said they're up in the size from 150 megs to 350 megs. To accommodate uh, what game, did they say? Carcassonne. It looks like Assault Heroes 2 is on the page or something like that. I don't huh. What is don't that? Know. That was like a Microsoft weird game. I don't know. It doesn't say which game did it. It just says they were raising it. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for another article that before. Brent I remember it being big news. It was a big deal. It was 2007. Brent was like two years old. Let's see. <laughs> oh, God. Brent, you got downgraded. You got downgraded <laughs> from seven to two. Oh man, my old ass. I was like forty then. All right, let's see. Um, <laughs> what are you in your sixties now? I felt forty at two thousand seven. I don't know, man. <laughs> Sometimes I'm I'm not sure. I it, I can't find anything on here. Just all all I see is like, hey, we're raising the limit, and here's the first games that take advantage of it. And like one of them was Boom Boom Rocket and 3D Ultra Mini Golf and Jetpack Refueled from Rare and Pinball FX. Jetpack Refueled. Then they raised the limit again when Brent turned four in 2009 to uh, two gigs. So, oh, no, that's when I graduated high school, sir. <laughs> two gigs. Yeah. Now look what we have. Now look at us. Yeah, look at us now, man. We got Call of Duty Black Ops that takes up an entire hard drive. One terabyte. Yeah. yeah, at least a terabyte. Did we talk about that in news where it was like uh, they no longer say that the Call of Duty experience fits on PS4? <laughs> no, I was laughing when they had oh. the. When they had the limited edition Call of Duty for PC on that uh, MVM card, that's one terabyte, and they're like, you're, and somebody's on, somebody was on Twitter, like, you're telling me you can fit the OS and Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on that one hard drive? Bullshit, oh. one terabyte. <laughs> I can't fit. I have that same bullshit SSD that we started off with, Cesar. It doesn't even fit Master Chief Collection, much less the OS. No, nah, I sent you that link. I upgraded, man. I, I got a, one of those um, Samsung Magicians, and then got a an external adapter, and I just cloned my drive and just threw. That's in what I need to do: clone and swap. I did it because you know, remember our our, um, our SSDs, uh, the ones we have for those HPs. Mm-hmm. There's a one with a uh, with an M notch and a B notch, I believe. Ours is like super old, and those are going obsolete. So I went ahead and just bought one because oh, uh, I got you. Getting phased out for the Gen fours and threes. So 
I need to do the same because it's got a terabyte hard disk in there, and I thought about just putting Master Chief on there, but for some reason, Game Pass games on PC, they have to be on the C drive. They can't be on another data drive at all. Because I did research on it and found that out, and I was like, how is that a thing? It That's, has to be on your C drive. That sounds like Microsoft to me. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be on your That's C That's good old drive. school Microsoft. Yep. It's like when I open up PowerShell, it's like Windows 98 all over again, second edition. <laughs> the best one. All right. Speaking of what we were doing in 2007, uh, we talked oh. about it a little bit last week, but Sony is officially closing its PlayStation store for PS3 in July and Vita in August. This comes from The Verge and Tom Warren. So officially, uh, Sony is closing PlayStation store for PS3 on July 2nd with the store shuttering for Vita devices on August 27th. The shutdown means you'll no longer be able to purchase digital copies of game or DLC for the PS3 and Vita. Sony's also removing the remaining purchase functionality for PSP on July 2nd. Uh, thankfully, Tom notes, you'll still be able to download and play previously purchased games, videos, and media content. The only thing's changing is that you won't be able to purchase new ones. In-game purchases will also stop after the stores are closed. For now, you can download. For now. Now you sound perfect. Literally, you sound perfect. Uh, like all up on the mic like ASMR this. over there. That's yeah. It. yeah. So I'll rub your beard on the mic. We'll get more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> this is our path to greatness. I'm, I'm dropping off path the call. I'm taking myself off. To your OnlyFans. Yeah, I got, that's exclusive content. You got to pay for that shit. <laughs> all right. So we dreaded this last week, and we had a little mini discussion on it. Uh, it's not worst case scenario because it's not a full Nintendo of cannot get to the store, cannot redownload. Or you're not killing Mario. <laughs> that too. Mario died, what, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. I love the article on CNN where people were panicking. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, huh? people, people were emailing CNN like, did Mario really die? They saw yeah. so much in the news and Twitter. They had to write an article on it. <laughs> the public execution. Oh. <laughs> We've reached out to Nintendo for Steve for statement <laughs> the death of Mario. Oh, then I saw like Sonic on the outside of the. He's like Mario died so that he may live. <laughs> yes, good. Yamoto <laughs> just throwing the stuff in the fire. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was somebody's comic. You saw the same thing. So yeah, Mike Judge or something like that. It looked like a Beavis and Butthead style. Oh my god, I love Mike Judge. <laughs> <laughs> that one. And he also had the Suez Canal blockage from uh. <laughs> Sonic Adventure 1. <laughs> Holy shit. How are we covering all the best stories from the uh, past week? Uh, the death of Mario, of course. Uh, let's get back to the Sony story. <laughs> <laughs> the death of Mario. Everybody should have uh, fully researched already. I did buy Fire Emblem and got Russell to buy Fire Emblem before he goes away forever. Yeah. Hey, man, I got the I got the collector's edition, so finally got one. I did, too, and those voucher codes will work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's what just kind of sucks about everything? I mean, it's just apparently devs were pretty blindsided by this uh, because this is we've been talking about Mario's and been dying for months. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Devs Rant, for the for Rant for did a like, one eighty back to the actual story. We yeah, were talking about. the real story. Ray threw us off by keeping us on track. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's actual people that were you know still making content for you know the Vita. Um, and even some that still do some things for the PS3. And, I mean, obviously the PS3 still takes Blu-ray discs. So they said that they'll for Sony now. will still print PS <laughs> physical PS3 discs. Yeah. What are they still making? What PS3 games are still getting created? <sighs> I don't even know. I couldn't name you anything off the top. Because that even surprised me. I'm like, there's people yeah. still printing f for PS3. But When yeah, I read that, I was like, who, 
What new Limit, PS3 limited game? run? Limited run Limit. printed some PS3 games. On yeah, I was about to say. Oh, I think last last year or year before they they did print they, a few PS3 games. But that's not enough of a news <laughs> briefing to <laughs> no the Halloween of Cesar. But I mean, up to I think it. I think I read something that it was up to about a week uh, or two weeks ago. Um, Sony was people could still contact Sony and get them to send um, dev kits for PS Vitas and stuff. Yeah, because really? people were still developing, and now all of a sudden they're saying uh, final PS3 yeah. games. Yep, those are the last two that yeah. Odd World Odd World games. Yep, I do remember that. But that's a very specific case. That's not, hey, we're still making PS3 games. Yeah. I mean, because, well, you got to remember, they stopped printing PS2 what, earlier this year or late last year. Yeah. So what they, games were those? What was being made um, for those? All the Atlas games, like Shin Megami Tyson. That's they're right. still printing those for $20 for on Amazon. So once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. All the PS1 games are done, too. And those are the ones that Square Enix have been selling for years. Yeah. Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy Nine and the Silverback ones. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had that discussion yeah. on here. And we, I mean, you talked about this last week. I mean, it just, it, it takes away people's ability to um, maybe delve into a series or or purchase these games at a reasonable price because most of the physical media for those PS2, PS3, um, PS1 titles are pretty dang high. Yeah. But then you go and search them on the, on the store and they might be five bucks. They might be yeah. seven, ten bucks, you know, something like that. And that's, that's way more... Uh, accessible and reasonable price wise than you know maybe a single game being 150 bucks do you guys have any that you've circled that you know you need to get i've i just have one in mind uh alundra alundra is not in my ps1 collection that's like a 120 to 150 dollar game easy yeah. with you get the map variants and all that kind of shit but it's on psn for six dollars and that's uh that's a great way to play that game still is, you know, they did great work with that. It wasn't virtual console. They just called them PS1 classics, right? PS1 classics, yeah. yeah. That was so awesome. I remember, like, the Crash Bandicoot was the first one I bought. I think it was one of the first ones to come out. And it just, there's no way to play those games anymore. And Jim Ryan is on record saying he doesn't really care about them. So, yeah, I think the only ones on my list is uh, they got some old uh, non-translated uh, Japanese Arage ones on there that I got to pick up. So <laughs> Non-translated Arage. Oh, <laughs> We need to compare a list, maybe off. Yeah. Maybe that's not like show. I got a bunch of erotic visual novels you can buy. I'll get you a list. <laughs> not a list for that. With sir. ten no hours, right? Well, you can include that in your list. No judgment. We'll all discuss. But maybe that's unless everybody's like, hey, tell us what PSN games we should buy before the summer. Then we can maybe have a special on it and go down some. The, the sad thing is, um, throughout the years, I bought a majority of them, so I don't really have any that I don't need. I think the only one that's screaming out to me that I need to buy is Grandia Three for ten dollars and then uh, Chulip for ten dollars. Ah, those are two big ones. Yep. For uh, PS3, the PS2 classics on PS3. How many um, were those? Are there a bunch of those? There's more of those than on PS4, right? Yeah, but uh, you had more of the um, unique ones on uh, on those because I mean you can you can get Persona 3, you can get Persona 4, uh, um, digitally. Are they inexpensive? On, yeah, like ten bucks. Oh wow. Yeah, I've, I've already owned those so. Yeah, we definitely uh, need to come up with a list. That's, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm good, believe it or not. I mean, I even have all my Tales games uh, digitally. I bought those when they were like $5 a couple years back. So I've been buying those as they were going on sale uh, before they took the store away from us. Um, I was using the old web-based thing to look at what I needed, yeah. and then they killed that over the last weekend. So I was yeah. like, oh, great. Now I just got to launch it natively from the console, and it's a pain in the ass to go through that. Go through that slow-ass shit. 
Yeah. So and when Vita, you go through your download list, it's a nightmare too. Vita is the one that I'm more worried about because a lot of these games yeah. are already expensive as is, and once the digital copies are gone, it's going to be even more expensive to get those. It's going to be fucking Sega Saturn style uh, prices yep. soon on yeah. those. That'll drive up those physical prices. Mm-hmm. Between Sony's um, outlook of you know who wants to play these old games and Nintendo's outlook of basically uh, forced scarcity. Yeah, it's because I I had read something and today about it was some kind of article talking about somebody that had actually interviewed um, a person that was in Nintendo's marketing and asked about the the whole limiting to the 31st. Yeah, what they say? What was the answer to that? Basically, the whole reselling games, they notice a drop off. After a certain point, so to it's been out for six months, and I think so, I sold I saw eight point three million copies. Why not keep selling that? But the thing is, is if you basically create this um forced scarcity, and you it's, create it's demand, this supply demand, that's all. Yeah, this fear of missing out the fo- you know the whole FOMO thing. It it drives people to make the decision of well, if I don't buy it, I'm not going to be able to buy it later. Whereas, you know, a game comes out, somebody puts it on their wish list or something, and then they it may sit on their wish list for years and years and years, and they may buy it or they may not. I'll but if you, PS1. Yeah. Yeah. If you okay. if you put an expiration date on it, that kind of puts the that thought in their head where we're like, eh, I better choose whether I'm buying this or not, or else I am missing out. I mean, there, there's an old thing from psychology. I forgot what it was with um. Where you know they they ask somebody like they there's two there's two there's two bins and then there's one with ten cookies and there's one with one cookie and they ask them which cookie tastes better and nine times out of ten they always said the the one with one cookie it's all about the scarcity so it's like you know ah if there's a there's plentiful amount it doesn't taste as good but if there's only one left it's the best cookie you ever had ah all right to to Brant's point outside of the cookie analogy which I really like. Why also get rid of that digitally? It costs you nothing to have that thing sitting on that storefront. Walmart, fine. GameStop, fine. Best Buy, fine. You don't want that space, whatever. Let them sell through whatever you're not going to make anymore. That's one thing. Digital, that's where I That's where I have an issue. Yeah. It, that storefront. I, do we really trust Nintendo digitally yet? Yeah. They killed many a storefront, so I, I, does it really matter? Uh, the one they destroyed, I have hacked, so I can put whatever I want to on it. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's what they force you to. That's yeah. going to be everybody at some point. So I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm play devil's advocate. I understand. I mean, they're not selling those consoles anymore. Um, so I mean, you know, who's going to? How are you going to buy it if you can't sell them anymore? Some way to access them. I'm so. sure that you're looking at the math, but I also think yeah. like we're still in a pandemic. There's still people at home. Uh, PS5s are not. Readily available. You can't just get one at a store. Even though I saw eight in Best Buy today. They were like behind the thing with names on them. But I'm like, who gets these and doesn't come immediately pick them up? But whatever. That's not, that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, But why take this? I mean, you can still re-download. So I guess it's just new stuff. Maybe this is just yeah. some small niche clientele and and they have the math and says I'm telling, yeah i'm telling you now i mean i'll play devil's advocate yeah i mean i don't know what's hurting and keeping up there because i mean eventually you'll make a sell at some point but i don't yeah. know the math me or the cost behind all maintaining that and and it's all about licensing about you know 
I don't know how those developers are paying for those licensing for that stores or, you know, we don't know all the math between it. It's not, it's not like we're, it's not like Namco Bandai took down their own store from their own console. So yeah, with their own stuff. So, but I mean, uh, the one thing about Nintendo is, I mean, at least I think possibly at some point there could be another, another way to obtain these games. I mean, it sucks that we get, you know, the finally the first localization of, you know, even that Fire Emblem. Yeah. And then they it's it was even less time than Mario. I mean, it was up for three it's months. Like December 5th or something. Yeah. That's when it came hey, out. At this point, we got it. Yeah. At one point, we were never going to get it. I'm yeah. not even complaining. Yeah. So and just like Star Fox 2, uh, people have dumped that ROM onto an actual cartridge. So, you know, you could pay 50 or 60 bucks on eBay and get a non-official official copy of yeah, Fire Emblem Repro. for mm-hmm. NES and throw it in there. And I'm I mean, all I'm all on the Repro train. I'm a big fan of Repros. At, at, at this point, I don't think we should leave it up to the publishers for um, preserving any no. of that stuff. So that's that's a given. So I don't know why we're going to expect them to do it now. So Except just like our perversion episode from last week, Microsoft's been doing a great job at it somehow. Yeah. As best as best they can, not everything, but as best yeah. as they can, because they, they still run into licensing issues and like like I said, they've done what they could within what scope. So that's more than what any of them any anybody else has done. They also have one generation less to keep up with uh, that Sony does, and what four generations on Nintendo less. So three. I don't know. But you know what uh, Sony is doing? They're making a bunch of movies based on. A bunch of their IPs. Smashed it. Smashed it. <laughs> well, we need, on good brand. well, we need to get people in gaming, right? Yeah. Good, I mean, they, they had... Good movie adaptations <laughs> of games. <laughs> Somebody watches this Uncharted, like, well, where did this, this Uncharted came from? Like, let me tell you about these games. There's four of them. <laughs> Holy shit. I need to play this Sonic I need game. to go buy this console now to play these four copies of Uncharted. And plus 4.5. I need to play a Sonic game and figure out why he needs these rings to bounce between different worlds. <laughs> I don't know the Sonic War from the movie. I, I still have not watched the movie yet. So It's good. It's actually really good. It's, look, I'm in this phase now where if it doesn't start with an A and ends with an anime at the end, I mean, anime, I don't watch it. So Sonic anime. Dad, I might watch some Sonic X, maybe. How about Sonic, Sonic X? No live action for you currently. I think the last live action movie I watched, and you already are aware of it, was uh, the Ten Commandments. In 4K HDR. <laughs> in 4K HDR. Moses, Moses. Well, Cecil DeMille came out and explained to me why he took him three years to make this movie in the very beginning, which they cut out every year on ABC. Really? There's yes. like a director's cut brief in there? I mean, they, they edited it for time, but there's like a, there is a admission time <laughs> where he comes out and addresses the crowd, so. Oh, Yul Brenner's so damn good in that movie. Yeah. He only had one lung. Did you know that? I uh, no, I did not. He did I the King and I and all that stuff. He had one fucking lung. What happened to the other one? I can't remember. I can't remember if it was like lung cancer or something that happened. Uh, Magnificent Seven. Well, he had one lung. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, uh, Brant. What's the next PlayStation movie we're gonna get based off a famous property like Sonic the Hedgehog or what was the first example? Uh, Ratchet and Clank, or oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them to, to make a live action version of uh, Days Gone for Brand. More on Days Gone later. Yeah, 
Uh, we are getting a Ghost of uh, Tsushima movie based on the extremely popular game that both me and Cesar gave uh, rave reviews to. And uh, apparently... I was trying to look for it because they added it. There it is. Uh, sold more than six. The bottom. Yeah, sold more than six point five million copies. So I mean, it's and still I can't I can't think about this game or talk about this game enough. It is it is a very very good game, good looking game, gameplay is solid, and the the story is amazing. So there are not as many copies as Mario All-Stars. <laughs> Mario 3D All-Stars. Mario 3D All-Star. The recently departed, executed. Oh. Nobody, <clears throat> nobody had to die for that, so I guess. Yeah. I'm interested to see what this film is like, because the game was already very film-like, right? Even having yes. the black and white uh, Kuro, I'm going to mess it up. Kurosaki. Yep. Kurosaki filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by the John Wicks, Chad Stahalski in the director seat, according to Deadline. Yep, and the um, sucker sucker punch themselves is attached as um, I think as producers. Uh, and there's mm, let's this see, this game has really turned into a Sony pillar, right? Between yeah. great sales, the whole ambassadorship for those sucker punch crew members, and it's awesome. It's really taken off. Yeah, and there's, I mean, of course, there's there's not a lot of details right now, but I think this would do very, very well in a, um, like, with a movie adaptation. I think it's a no-brainer. Do you think they do the story from the game? Can you condense that down to a two-hour film? Or is it something in that universe? Or what do you think they do with that tale? Is it well, the next they, chapter? They do say they, they uh, are very excited to bring a vision uh, of Jin's story to the big screen. So what that means, if it's a condensed version of what was in the game, if it's um, something similar or just kind of a new um, story, we, again, don't yet, don't yet know, but I'm so far already on board. Branch down. All right. Uh, this is the titty show. No, this is our uh, the titty episode. Wait, what? Titty news, <laughs> news. This is Cesar um, telling us about Cesar telling us about uh, his favorite game, Balan Wonderworld, Brand and how is it uh, smashing some segways, and how it flashed him those titties. Wow, uh, and there's that. <laughs> it's a game. It's called Balan Wonder World. Uh, Wonder World. Not not your body's a Wonderland or Balan Wonderland. <laughs> <clears throat> and it gets this day one patch for uh, the potential flashing bug. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, they just pretty much came up there and say, "Hey, you have to have internet to fix this issue because um, it's not an original game." Um, and I know that is the biggest thing to take from this because if somebody doesn't have internet can't download the patch and yeah. suffers from epilepsy can potentially have their health harm. Yeah. Jeopardy. So, yeah, it was, it was a bug that wasn't, wasn't caught, I guess in, in testing or what, or what have you. And yeah, it's, uh, I saw a clip 
that that showed it and it was uh it was pretty serious uh i mean even for me i mean i don't suffer from epilepsy but i mean it's very jarring even for anybody just to to watch how do we have it it seems like this is an uh, the article points out the article from the verge points out that liana rupert from game informer is one that uh she talked about it too, but she also had a, an issue with Cyberpunk 2077 before they released a patch. Mm-hmm. How are we behind as a medium on these sort of like I can remember seeing like warnings before movies and TV shows as long as I can remember about seizures and bright lights and things like that. So how are we as a medium? How do we seem so far behind that that it that it doesn't pop up? Or I mean, they addressed it in a patch, but it seems like these things fall through the cracks when. You could just go ahead and put that out there. Maybe they don't want to desensitize everybody. Like if it's the if it's at the start of every game, then you just sort of ignore it. But I mean, it's easy to say because we are not susceptible to this type thing. But this can this really messes up people. I have seen it before on certain certain games. Yeah. Um. I can't you know think of specifically any that come to mind, but I do remember seeing it on you know certain games here and there. I would imagine they would put it on those games when it's <clears throat> whatever that scene is is intentful. Yeah. And typically they do warnings then. If it's not intentful, then that means uh, that's why they probably patch those. I think the best thing about this is that they addressed it, so it's back in the news and people are talking about it again. So it's a warning for people, and it's you know it's something that even I mean we're not press or anything, but we're discussing it and we're talking about these options. And it seems like games, especially in this last generation, they took off with accessibility options. So I think this will be something that just gets looked at more and more and more and added. And uh, aren't there like new review boards? Was that Microsoft saying they were going to start setting up things about uh, accessibility and putting things yep. through through new screening processes and such? So, again, and we stand by gaming's for everybody. So if it rules out, you know, if there's something in there, a stimulus of some sort that rules out a, a group of people, that is a, that's a no-go. So they did address this, which is awesome. But as Cesar pointed out, you also have to have internet to get the day one patch. Yeah. Might come to a time when uh, when something like this gets recalled, you know. Hey, we can't have this game yeah. out there. We've discovered that it's a... Uh, and, and bad press can still be good press sometimes, so it's back in the news cycle. <laughs> I saw user reviews were actually pretty good. Cesar, did you end up buying this? I did not. Okay. Because I, I know at some point it's going to be super cheap. I think it's going to be soon, and that's when uh, we can start trading Tim's comfortably, <laughs> I think, and feeding our Tim's. Yeah. Yeah, what I what I oh, had Tim's. seen what I had seen was that it got um, oddly positive review bomb that's what i was seeing uh and and they were some interesting reviews if you went through and read they were kind of oddly worded and it almost seemed like auto-generated uh text just Mm -hmm. very positive like i I like games with atmosphere that is this and they are very good enjoyed playing such games as this the game is the great of the games yeah and what was it? What you saw? What Gersman put on his Twitter, where he's like, "It just has that level of your friend spent one hundred twenty dollars <laughs> imported from Japan, so it's the greatest game he's ever made." Because like, there was no other way to play this game, and he spent so much money on it. They have to validate it. They, they will validate it and defend it to the day they die. 
The last time I blindly went on a game in on a game that seemed so bizarre like this without even the media cycle was Katamari when the first Katamari came out yeah. for PS2. I bought it when it came out with my slim PS2. It was just 20 bucks. And I was like, all right, this game looks crazy. Uh, it was the store I ended up working at later on. But they were like, we just got this. We have no clue what this is. And I was like, sure, let's go. <laughs> but I don't know if uh, this game is Katamari level. It's like a... Um... They said it's very much like Sonic Adventure. So you take it for what it's will, because a lot of people would tell you Sonic Adventure has not aged well. So within the last 20 years. No. The last time I tried to play it. I mean, my experience with Sonic Adventure anyways is let's play the first level and have the whale come crash over the bridge. And then I'm like, I played some Sonic Adventure. That was cool. Time yeah. to move on. Yeah. I mean, Sonic Adventure was good for the time it came out in 99, but it's uh, it's rough to play it now. Nine nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast day. Unless you were in Japan, then you got in ninety eight. But send it here or there. Yep. That's crazy looking at those games that came out then, lined up with the other, the year of ninety eight, the greatness, and then you had the Dreamcast right alongside it. Like, hey, Final Fantasy still pretty looked good when it came out in ninety eight. So, yeah. Except yeah, that's... for that one dance scene, that was it. <laughs> You're the best looking guy here. <laughs> Jacket edges everywhere. That's good art design, though, and we've talked about this on this podcast, but good good art design is going to last. You know, that lasts forever. Just like Shrek 2 that my kids have been playing on Xbox. Uh, moving on from Balan Wonderland. <laughs> World. Your, your body is a Balan Wonderland. <laughs> your body is a Balan Wonderland. Oh, this comes from all those Tims. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this next article is from the Xbox Wire. They've added a bunch of backwards compatible titles to the uh, Game Pass cloud beta for Android, whatever that long ass <laughs> title is. I want to try it out so bad, but I don't have a freaking Android phone. Uh, you're going to get it's a bunch of rare games included in there, but you're going to get yeah. Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Double Dragon Neon, Fable 2, Fallout New Vegas, Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, Gears of War Judgment, Jetpack Refueled. That's the second Jetpack reference in less than 30 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Something's up. It's what I'm here uh, for. We're going to get a new Jetpack game. Jetpack 2. It's coming. We're bringing it out. Uh, Cameo, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion. That's interesting. Viva Control. Pinata with touch controls and Viva Pinata Tip. What is that? Trouble in Paradise? <laughs> Just the tip. Just Viva Pinata, just the tip. Touch controls enabled. Branch, you can. Nah, we're leaving that one alone. No, yeah, uh, you please can, stop. You can try all those games on Game Pass Ultimate for super, Cloud, super, for Android, for Beta. Super mm-hmm. excited about Double Dragon Neon. I was going to no, say, Cesar. the only one that Cesar cares about is Double Dragon. You were going to hone in on that. No, Cesar. I hope you yes. find somebody to play with you on an Android phone. Do you have one that still runs it? I have many Android phones. So you have one that can run the Game Pass Cloud Double Dragon? You find some rando online? I got four of them. I could be playing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're done here with that. Uh, next up. This is the title story that hey man, uh, you, Brent tried to You set to them up, in. I just finished them. So. That's true. That's what we do here. We're a collaborative podcast. Uh, this comes from Push Square. I did not read this article. If somebody else wants to grab this one. So all this is is that um, it came kind of on the heels of the announcement of the... I guess at that point it was just a rumor 
uh, of the PS3, Vita, PSP storefront closings, but a um, people had done some some digging and and they found some patents and you know had had them post to, to Reddit and they had found a Sony patent that um, allows trophy trigger is detected during emulation uh, of the game. Uh, by comparing a memory value of the emulated game to a predetermined value and assigning one or more trophies to the user based on detected trophy trigger. So with that being said, they had a similar everybody. They mm-hmm. had a similar patent when they added trophy support for certain PS2 titles when they uh, added those to that PS Now. Right. So upping, closing one storefront and then having another patent for basically something similar kind of made people think that this may hint to hopefully more legacy titles or, you know, the the older titles coming to... Brian doesn't play. Yeah, that nobody wants to play anyway, so why why would they give them that trophy support? But hopefully, this does mean that we might get some some added support for. Um, I mean, even if they were to add PSP to PS Now or something like that, mm-hmm. add 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 some of those games um, to that that's PS way, Now. Some way that legacy is preserved. Uh, we can only hope. And Nintendo's doing the same thing with that Nintendo Online. Yeah, Nintendo Online. I didn't think of this. So. We can only hope that maybe they invest a little bit more into that that PS Now, um, because I've I've tried a little bit of it. It wasn't bad. Um, I know you have to stream PS3 titles, and that's that's you still mixed. have to. You can't download them anymore. Still saying that name wrong. What? I don't know you didn't call it titles. <laughs> <laughs> Famous titles. Uh, but yeah, I know you could you could download. <laughs> PS2 and PS1, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you still had to stream PS3. That is that is correct. Yeah, I mean you're you're basically streaming a, a whatever they have set up on the other end that's running that game. Yeah, so. PS3 it, it can be emulated, um, but you usually have to have pretty decent hardware and let's be honest sony's not gonna pay money to figure out a way to emulate it on a ps5 yeah so. sony sony's not gonna unless unless it's gonna bring them a lot of money at this point they're like it's not gonna do it for them so it's it's easier for them to remap remaster a, a ps3 title and re-release it i mean how are we gonna remaster something that where they lost code on so <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Final Fantasy VIII was one of those. Didn't they remaster that one they, without yeah. the code? They had, just came to iOS. they had to reverse engineer the PlayStation version, and they paid a lot of money to do it. That's the one they did? Yeah. Ah. I was wondering what the source for that was. It was the same thing like they just finally ran that article in the Ninja Gaiden one. They, they would have to pay a lot of money to reverse engineer the Xbox ones, and the guy was like, we're not doing that. So. Yeah, we talked about that last week. They lost, and then I read about it. It was like they lost Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja Gaiden 2, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Lost! That and the <laughs> online component. We were like, we're not going to fix the online component. That's why they cut it out of the, the remasters, too. So. 
what was the online component? I don't remember what it was, but uh, well, I think it was something unique. I think one of them was like um. <laughs> Speaking of famous titles, you could play as Rachel in that one. <laughs> With the uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop there. We're not gonna go across in that bridge. But how about I mean, the King of Fighters? Ninety-seven. Could, could either of you imagine in in your job like somebody coming to you and being like, "Hey, do you remember you did this two, three years ago?" You know, I actually need to see some of your work on that. If you could just pull that up and you just go, I lost it. Sorry. I've lost it. Uh, and my job is required for me to lose work after certain time <laughs> periods because we do not have company space for that. I'm not lying. Wow. So we have a, uh, a set time limit on certain aspects of my job that automatically delete itself after three years. So sorry, you weren't supposed to tell wow. listeners you work for Square Enix. Now we ah. have a conflict of interest in the show. <laughs> ah. Or so, uh, sorry, sorry, everyone. I deleted Final Fantasy VIII. I didn't understand the ending. I was mad. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> I was, it was an anger, anger oration. I was like, oh, if I can't understand it, nobody else can have it. And delete, delete, delete. <laughs> I'll deflect them with start articles of teenage angst. Yes, and then I'll just keep bringing up Final Fantasy X. They'll just forget. And then Blitzball, right. Blitzball that. Waka, waka, waka. That's our older title. So <laughs> basically the patent will inject code in a certain value saying, you know, if you reach level so-and-so or you throw a grenade up into so-and-so, then you it's could trip. Specific. Jesus you, Christ. Hey, I was just thinking of examples. That's that's how I wanted to paint my picture. This is our podcast. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I'm going to have nightmares of that. Throw my grenade <laughs> and I unlock a trophy into somebody. Up into something. <laughs> the belly of the beast. All right, uh, let's get on with these garbage games with gold again. Starts with a G, ends with a G. Let's go. They sucked. They sucked last month. Yeah, these were these were bad. Jesus. These are these are the worst. These are way worse than last month. God. Oh my God. Is that literally just called truck racing? <laughs> yes. Truck racing championship. I'm yeah. Sorry. I mean, get out of here with that that copy of Vikings that you've been trying to buy for so long. We can finally play it. Yeah, I've been all over it. Oh, that is that Diablo. Yes, hey, all, wait, this month is looking good. That, that's a, yeah. I remember you were like on eBay. You're like, all right, thirteen dollars is my price, and somebody I bid you is like, nope, I tried. That's what you sent me. I'm not going above thirteen dollars. I don't own that game. They priced me out of it. <laughs> you let me know. You put out there it's like, hey, if it stays here, me and you be playing this game. You, you, I remember you messaged me back. Nope, somebody beat my price. Sorry, man. We tried. <laughs> Vikings Midgard. That was Asgard. Uh so anyways. <laughs> You won't know until uh, we play. <laughs> I got priced out on one eBay bin. I was like, what this game? It was like a dollar. You didn't even fight back for a dollar. You suck. It wasn't even like five dollars. It was like one dollar. You're like, I tried. I was like, man, not worth it. it. Oh, I decided it wasn't worth uh, it. And we also I got think... the good version of the Rocketeer also. <laughs> I, I think what it was doing. No, that is not the good version of the Rocketeer. I think what it was doing is I was trying to save myself a trip to GameStop. I didn't want to go to fucking GameStop. So I looked at the price I could get it for there, and I was like, nope, not doing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is this shit called? I'm going to uh, look it up and see what it is now. See if I can get that game. See if I can write my wrong that I did to Cesar four years ago. Yeah, we never talked about it since. I just remember because you were, I was just like, yeah, I bought this game. We, I brought it up somewhere. Nope. Oh, uh, $16. <laughs> I'm not spending. <laughs> Why would it's free? Yeah, we can play it on Xbox if we feel so inclined. 
I, it must have been coming off my Diablo kick. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I explained to you it was like Diablo, and you're like, okay. And you, you were like looking into it, and I just remember we never brought it up ever again. <laughs> so I sent you my losing bid on. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it's like, oh, I tried, and then you just gave up one dollar. Oh my god. Okay, so we talked way more about this story than I thought we were going to. Oh, this is actually the best games with gold month we've ever had. Uh, for Xbox One titles from April 1st through 30th, so the whole month you get Vikings, Wolves of Midgard. Uh, then, you got, with, then you have a Renee Simulator. Uh, game. <laughs> Wait, does he race them? I thought he just drove them safely. I don't know, man. Maybe it does happen. Uh, then we have uh, the Rocketeer, the good friend of the show, Renee, of course, uh, co-sponsor of Truck Racing Championship from April 16th to May 15th. And then what about Rocketeer? Go ahead, Rocketeer Rocketeer. Simulator. And then, um, and then I guess a a a somewhat decent, the only good game of the month, in my opinion, which is uh, the game that's called Contra that we were not going to call Contra. Yep, Contra Hardcore colon Uprising. Uh, the game before that was Dark Void, which is the Rocketeer Simulator. Uh, very something, hyped something by Sinclair. Capcom. What was that? What was, it? What, what, what was his name? Sinclair? What was the name? Neville Sinclair. Neville it was Sinclair. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Cliff Secord was the name of uh, the Rocketeer. Really? Jennifer Connelly, man. That guy signed on for a three-movie deal, and it bombed so bad they cut him out of... They never made the other two, and the movie was so fucking good. It was good, yep. You know uh, you know who directed it? Um, Joe Johnson. Guy. Yeah, same guy who directed um, Captain America. First I'm deep in uh, Rocketeer lore, sir. Yes. I know all these names. That's why they uh, they brought him they brought him on for Captain America was because of Rocketeer. The cartoon is actually pretty good. Uh, there's a new generation cartoon where it's a female, young female Rocketeer. It's actually quite good. And uh, you're full of shit. The one on the NES, the NES game, classic. It's trash. It is great. <laughs> That is one of the few games you had, apparently, and you had to be good at that game, and you told yourself it's good. It was wonderful. It was like the next version of a Double Dragon for me. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. (laughs) Anybody who knows our podcast know what that means. Is there a game B where you can kick uh, Timothy Dalton off the blimp? I'm making it right now in Unity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm recreating Rocketeer NES in Unity. (laughs) If they oh, won't remaster oh. it, I fucking will, damn it. Coming soon to limited run. Oh, Lord. Holy shit. All right, your last game was the Contra, non-Contra, Hardcore Uprising, April 16th to April 30th. All right, so it's not that bad. It's. I wouldn't pick those We brought it games. back. We brought it back. Uh, yeah. yeah. We, we made almost, it good. We're getting ready to skip over PlayStation Plus. We brought it back. No, that's not bad. PlayStation Plus is good. I mean, we're, we're getting ready to skip over. We're just like, yeah, we're done. Not no, we're not going to because it, it features Brant's all-time favorite game. He never has to reach for it again because he'll have a digital copy. Which we're going to get a live-action version of it soon, hopefully. Probably. Most likely. It seemed like it would make a good TV show, right? I mean, we're just going to call it Sons of uh, Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy with zombies. Days Gone and meets, put it, we just retool it. Meets Walking Dead. Pretty well. No, we're just going to retool Sons of Anarchy and just put Days Gone in front of it. Nobody will know the difference, probably. And just make that the new placard at the start of every yeah. Sons of Anarchy episode. Just says Days Gone. Days Gone. <laughs> I'm, I've been watching this for four seasons. There's not a damn zombie in this thing. <laughs> I, I remember this differently. Yeah, there's this drug trafficking everywhere, and so many people are dying. <laughs> and no zombies. I always no promised zombies. Uh, of course, you're getting uh, Days Gone, which I thought was in that PlayStation collection. Is it not? Okay, It is. PS4 people are getting Days Gone. Okay, so it is not... Well, PS5 people get it automatically, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. 
I think somebody made a point that PS4 people were getting days gone. That's what they're getting. Gotcha. Uh, friend of the show, Charles, one of his favorite games of all time, apparently, Zombie Army 4. Uh, you're also going to get the subtitle of that is Dead War. He says these are lots of fun. And also, your big headliner for PS5 is Odd World Soulstorm, which I think is our most looked forward to game for uh, out of any one of these two lists. Yes. Odd World's good depending, stuff. Depending how good it is, I may be acquiring a physical copy as well later on that summer. We'll see. Yes, I also do not mind supporting. They did announce a physical version of uh, this Odd World Soulstorm title. I got a physical copy of New and Tasty after getting that one for you on PlayStation Plus because the missus and I played so much of it. Follow me. We loved it. Uh, also not in news. Those are your PlayStation Plus titles for April. Also not in news. Uh, they announced an Oddworld collection for Switch with all three titles on one cartridge today. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty exciting to see. I thought it was April Fool's joke, but they're like, nope. Uh, Microids is publishing that one. I, uh, yeah, I hate this time of year. This is the worst time of year. For gaming news. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. The, the Halo one duped us big time. I don't know, man. I, I redeemed myself when I saw him put Halo 23. I'm so down on it. So. Yeah, you did. And then <laughs> I saw the the next. <laughs> so, Brant. <laughs> well, you're, if you're on Twitter. Like, oh, I'm okay with it. And then I saw all the, the seven near the name. I was like, I'm still downloading Halo 23. So, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. So, that's all right. I tagged all of our Halo friends. Or, uh, Brant. I tagged all of our Halo friends and... It, Kotaku picked up the tweet and reported that Halo Infinite yeah. was delayed. And then if you scroll down the first reply for the tweet for Halo, it's 343 Industries, all this kind of stuff. But we're all like, all right, it's delayed. And friend of the show, Dale's like, well, that gives me time to save up for a series console. Like, we're we're like spinning our wheels trying to yeah. figure out what's happening. So I was like, yep, I'm fine with this. I'm downloading Halo 2030 still <laughs> from our chat. <laughs> he says, Halo 23, and then literally the next I, I meant to put same account. Three. Yeah. yeah, Halo 3, and I just hit the two before the three hit enter, and I was like, shit. Halo was 23 like, was perfect. Y'all never let me live it down after that. It's perfect. <laughs> but uh, the next tweet from that obviously fake account, 343 Industries account, was yeah. for a vibrator of some kind. So it's like, all right, there we go. That's uh, right. definitely not them. I, I've added that into my uh, mute word, so I don't ever see it ever again. So I missed <laughs> that completely. It's bad it enough. Funny. If somebody... It's like it's, 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 it's like whoever looks at my phone is like, why is there a mute for female vibrator in here? I'm like, you don't ask. That's what I'm gonna say. I just <laughs> I got tired of seeing every post, and that's like the first advertised thing in there. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny that we got duped, and then we all laughed about it. But uh, Kotaku picked up the story. And yeah. Published it. We uh, they got duped the worst. So. Yeah. They were yeah out of all of us. They ran with that shit pretty fast. Yeah, because it's, it's like Halo. Uh, I mean, it's like, oh, got him. Again, power your dreams. That's what three, I said on Twitter, power your dreams. Three-page article on why I got, how I got delayed. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It looked like an official statement, and they yeah. did a good job with it. They, they got a lot of folks with it. Mm-hmm. But as I soon think- as you look at the account, there's like 400 followers or something, and the, the symbol is like that fake verified check. It's like a seven or something. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Halo account did the whole um, Mad Max thing on there. Like, that's bait. Yeah. The, the point up there, that's bait. <laughs> yep. Follow us if you want an actual official news. Follow me. <laughs> all right, is that all the news, gentlemen? That is... I don't know. You tell me. The, uh, Brent, you're the, the oracle, the master, the the Beethoven of the news. You is there anything you want to spin from the symphony? 
Uh, there's been some stuff today, but I think we'll discuss that. Ooh, Was there? We'll I, I haven't been paying attention. I've been busy with uh, other aspects of my life. I think I missed all of the news. I kind of tuned out most of the nothing. the news today, just because. To. I'm like, eh, I'll wait until tomorrow until like shit's verified. I mean, was it really news today? Oh yeah, it's April first. I'm like, what news? I'm sitting here like, I think I ignored everything today. I was like, eh. uh, let's take maybe I need like a minute and a half break until we get into games played. If I'm gonna lead off or somebody else can lead off, uh, you're good. It don't matter because I'll edit out the break, but just a breather real quick. That works for me because I right. probably will have to partake in this break as well. Just do no audio so I know. <laughs> the break i could cut it out like i did last week my crotch break oh oh ow oh. i gotta take a break too so talk amongst yourself rant let the world know about your day how the hell are we gonna have freezing warning man that's some bullshit i know right and then be like 80 degrees next week i'm gonna be dead <laughs> did you wind up uh getting a uh, another controller for the uh, Astro City. Yes, I didn't. They sold out so fast, and I, luckily I got one. In Jesus, there. you are not kidding. I I ordered the uh, Astro City and tried to add a controller, added them to the cart, and by the time I went to check out, controller was not available, and I had to go in the afternoon and buy. I like immediately added one to the cart and hit you know, continue, and then I was like, oh, let me add another one, and I just upped the number, went back, and it was like, uh, can't, it, it let me check out with one, it wouldn't let yeah. me get another. I think they went back and afterwards and were like, we're gonna put a limit on this. Yeah. What are we buying here? Uh, Astro City controllers, I, I was able to get one. Oh, you got one on the limited run? Run? Yeah, because I needed a controller, and it was cheaper for me to buy it from them than it was to import one from Japan because it was like 50 bucks from Japan. It was like it ended up being like 39 from uh, North Carolina. So I went with the cheaper option. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're they're on Play Asia right now for 39, but then you're probably still going to pay a little extra for shipping as well. So yeah, they'll ship it to you on the boat. They'll get stuck in the Suez Canal. So <laughs> yeah, but wait. I. I will probably eventually have to or want to get an extra one, and I guess that'll be my only choice. Be to import. Now I got two, yeah. So now I have two. I can continue to play with myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's okay when I say it in the game in the context of playing video games. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> it's okay. I'll say it enough times where it's just normal for Richard. You go, ah, whatever. Sure, let's go. I chose, option, the... I chose option C when I played Double Dragon. <laughs> no. <laughs> you playing with yourself would be the title if I didn't already write down something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because option C is pretty uh, telling for playing with myself on Double Dragon. <laughs> All right, games played. Let's go. <laughs> games played solo or on my solo. No, because I played some Sea of Thieves. No, I didn't play any Sea of Thieves. Played some uh, Halo, as usual. Uh, there's actually a new season coming out next week, I think it is. But I still haven't unlocked it, all the things from this season or the one before that. So for those people who play mad amounts of Halo, you got more stuff to go. Uh, I tried out, and I, I was sure I was going to forget this, but I tried out the Crash Bandicoot mobile game. Has anyone else played this or heard anything about it? <laughs> 
I saw that it was officially out. That was about it. It is officially out, and I'm like, let me try this out. It's free. It's crash. What could go wrong? Everything. So, uh, just about. It's one of those. It's an infinite runner, which I do enjoy those. They're not they're not bad. They're enjoyable for phone games. I think that's kind of the best way to play. Like, what was that first? Was it called Jungle Run? I want to call it Jungle Hunt, but I think it was it was something mm-hmm. run. And they made a Tomb Temple Raider run. themed one. Temple Run. That's it. There you go. Uh, I always enjoyed that one. It was fun. And this plays along the same lines of that, where you have like three lanes that crashes running down. The first, I would say the first like three or four levels are all tutorials. Like they will not let you fail. Um, You can't run through uh, crates to break them. You have to spin. So you have to tap it to spin. It won't just run through and destroy them. Uh, One of my big gripes, and I think I sent Cesar the Kotaku article that was addressing this after I saw it. Uh, the infinite jumping uh, crates. Not only do you not like stop and keep jumping on them to get the wampa fruit, uh, you have to spin those too. And it's like it breaks the whole crash. You know, the the crates with the lines through them that aren't the regular crates. And it just, man, I played the first couple levels and I'm like, all right, they're going to let me go the tutorial thing. I get the lanes. Um, Basically, you have a hub world and your sister Coco is sending you to each one of these hub worlds to defeat a certain tier of monster. So let's say like the first the first world is it's not Turtle Run or maybe it's Turtle Beach. Does that sound right from Crash 2? It's Turtle something. I don't know. Turtle Beach sounds like some headphones. Turtle Beach is headphones. It's yeah. not Turtle Beach. It's Turtle something. It's very rem- it's the callback of the jungle of Crash 2. Sure, it's not hard. jungle hijinks. Fucking hell, I have to look this up now. <laughs> it's not jungle hijinks. <laughs> sure, it's not stop and go. Turtle, stop and go station. <laughs> Turtle Woods. That's what it Turtle is. You're just going to keep naming yeah. uh, the country levels. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Should I keep Japes. doing that until we figure it out? Jungle Japes. <laughs> stop and go station. Winky's Walkway. That's Winkies my favorite. Minecart mine Carnage. Minecart Carnage. Uh, uh, grunty was a grunty something, right? What was it? Oh, Revenge or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Jungle Japes. What's the underwater one? Aqua. Oh. Anyways, thank yeah. you Sasuke, for the documentary. <laughs> so she's sending you after like so you'll you'll have a group of it's there's so many systems in here. This is what sucks about it because I ended up crafting at some point. So you have enemies that you have to take out in the Turtle Woods area, and it'll be four different... There's four different bosses, right? And they'll be like level one, level one, level one, level two. And you have to have a certain amount of items to craft a either a potion or a bomb to throw at the enemy at the end, which part of it sucks and part of it's actually kind of cool. So when you get to, to the end of the level of the of the runner, of the three lanes you'll have one of these bosses throwing stuff at you. And the, the 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 fireballs come down the lane. So you have to time, you know, how you're going to get to it. And then when you make it to that boss, there's no real encounter except for Crash will go into a throwing motion and you'll have a slider where you have to tap. Cesar, it's literally the blitz field gold mechanism. <laughs> you'll have the slider going back and forth and the boss is in the middle and you have to tap your thing to throw the potion at them. So the first couple levels I did this, I'm like, okay, if this is the loop, that's fine. But then after the third or fourth like tutorial style one, 
Coco's like, uh, we can't send you back in because you have to have enough blank to make another potion. And I'm like, what? What does that even so mean? You, you have to go back into a level in the crates. It's not just wampa fruit. It's these pieces that you have to craft for these bombs. So, when, and, when, and when everything gotcha is... Part. Go ahead. What? When you get to the gotcha part. Oh, that's the <laughs> thing I sent you, wasn't it? So there's member yeah. there's membership levels that you can buy to you to get these pieces to where you don't have so you, <laughs> you can subscribe to like a three ninety nine weekly thing to keep you oh, from having to no. farm these you literally have to run the levels okay so I pay thanks. less on uh, Disney Plus a month than I would in that shit if it was oh, it's a week oh it's a nightmare <laughs> Brand I'll send you the same screenshot that I sent us Brand, so sorry you're the Crash Bandicoot fan you just you pay the money let us know how it goes no, no I'm good. I'll just That's keep playing. Right. I'll just keep playing Coral Capers and just be happy. Oh, there we go. Great. Or, or Reptile Rumble. <laughs> or Ropey Rampage. Or Naughty's Nuts. It wasn't that the boss. <laughs> or Barrel Cannon, Can- uh, Cannon Canyon. Canyon. <laughs> Thank you, Cesar, for the Donkey Kong Country level callback from exactly three and a half minutes ago. <laughs> Milestone Mayhem. Stop. stop. <laughs> Millstone. <laughs> Treetop Tone. Town. So you can actually, <laughs> when they're like a rooftop rumble or something. Vulture culture. Vulture, vulture culture. Brand, that's where we stopped at, where you have to just drop <laughs> all the vultures. Uh, <laughs> so you can subscribe to him. <laughs> so you, could, you could subscribe to these uh, weekly jewel uh. subscriptions that will keep you from having to farm. So you'll get you'll get jewels that will lead to the. Uh, potions, or you can subscribe for just potions for a higher tier, so you can cut <laughs> out the jewels. How many subscription tiers are there? What the fuck's happening? It was, it was a nightmare. You saw it. I sent you that screenshot. It's garbage. <laughs> and I then I know it. there's cosmetics, too. They, or they you talk wait. about cosmetics. So when you have to buy a potion to beat a boss for the run, which you can run these things infinitely, I guess, because you're just getting equipment. You either have to run those levels again to get the items, pay for them or if you pay for the jewels when you go to create a potion it has a timer on it on a cooldown but if you pay with some of those jewels that you've either accumulated or pay for you cut down on the cooldown timer oh i mean this is brought to you by this is straight king this is your candy crush company they know what they're doing so it's a good one of those but i i uninstalled when i saw when i got behind the curtain and saw the wizard behind the curtain yeah i was like not nah. cuz they could have had something here but it's just it's layered so deep in that predatory stuff it's like and i can't even my kids love crash and they like the idea of mobile games they like the idea of having the screen there and they can flick their finger back and forth it wasn't you know we knew what games were and then mobile was introduced to us they've they've grown up with these side by side where these, these are options, you know, and we didn't have that. So it doesn't feel as alien to them as it does to us. And I'm like, here's a mobile crash. Maybe this will be something they get into and you know, it's free and jump back and forth. Oh no, it's bad. That's a so nightmare. You, so you there. look at your credit card statement, you got a subscription <laughs> fees all over the place. 900,000 crystals just so they could uh, create potions to keep fighting the same ant thing at the end of the boss. Then you, just, uh, then, then you put them in front of the Super Nintendo and tell them to play Elevator, Ant- Elevator Antics <clears throat> over and over again. Or Double Dragon with Uncle Cesar. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate learning scenario. <laughs> you probably just this. beat me up instead. I'm like, why are you so good at this? <laughs> That's the only thing that can defeat you. Somebody's been playing games for six years and they just want to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll, they'll probably just punch me and laugh about it too. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
All right, so that's Crash Bandicoot. What was the name of this thing? I actually looked it up because I uninstalled it. Crash on the Run. Yeah. By King. Crash got the run? And I don't basically. <laughs> uh, run on jewels. Run those jewels. Run, run the jewels, yep. jewels, yeah. <laughs> also another good one. Uh, music references nonstop on this podcast. Come for the game, stay for the music. Uh, so that's all I'm going to talk about that. I uninstalled it. I will not be playing any more Crash. I will not be showing it to my kids. I touched on Halo. Uh, in the past week, Ratchet & Clank, the 2016 PS4 uh, classic now, I guess you could say. Both got a PS5 update and was released for free on PSN as part of the Play at Home initiative. So I downloaded that after that uh, uh, patch came out. Brant was raving about this game last year. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I booted it up, I put like three hours into it, which I haven't been caught by a game like that in a long time. And it just plays so, so smooth. And it looks so good on my OLED. I sent Cesar a small capture, like a video of just panning the camera around. It plays amazingly. Brant, I know you're a big fan, man. Download that patch and give it another mm-hmm. shot. It just, like, it finally clicked for me. And I, I don't want to say I'm a frame rate snob, but the weapon wheel and all that stuff clicked for me easily in this type of, like, butter smooth interaction. Because if, if you keep saying smooth, I'm going to start playing Santana songs. <laughs> you got to stop. Uh, with Rob Thomas in it. <laughs> I'm going to get Matchbox yeah. 20 in this bitch. There's some famous titles on the front of that CD cover, too, if I remember right. It's another Brant CD. we got to ask him for his uh, <laughs> his opinion on it. Uh, but it's really, really good. I think I remember this bit before. You find this mechanic, and he, he kind of Don't worry, Brant. I think you're like five years old when that CD came out, so you're good. Oh, smooth. <laughs> Golly. I just remember that song being everywhere. You couldn't get away from it. It was. It was everywhere. I think that's why I bought the I bought the single. I didn't even buy the album. I bought that single. Another song like that? <clears throat> How bizarre. Nah, it's not that bad. <laughs> it wasn't in every commercial and every advertisement. Mumble number number five. That was one of those two in the same time period, as a matter of fact. I did buy that CD <laughs> at Media Play. I bought that shit at Media Play. The album was good. It's not bad. Did Andrew sell you that copy? <clears throat> he might have for the show, Andrew. <laughs> Would he have been there in 2001? Lubega. <laughs> he might have been. That could have All been right. his era. Or Strops. Another one's uh, Shaggy. It wasn't me. That was also the same era. Well done, sir. You're yeah. pulling out the playlist. There. <laughs> Stop. He can't even go. What, what was that song? Uh, Butterfly? What was it? Oh, God. I forgot. It was Crazy Town? What was it? Uh, Don't go chasing butterflies. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go chasing butterflies. What was Butterfly? <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at something. We don't even know what this He's is. Trying. Watching this He's trying. It's called, uh, called Crazy Town Butterfly. Come, oh come, my, my lady. Yeah, you're my butterfly. Oh, yeah. You're my butterfly. Sugar. Yep. There we go. All right. We remember this one. All right, Cesar. Can we mute Cesar somehow? We're never going to make it through this. I'm almost done talking about ratching. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just let the body uh, hit the floor. I apologize. Like Brent said last year, uh, this game is really, really incredible. It's a lot of fun. They're always throwing new weapons at you, new scenarios, uh, new platforming. I uh, just did the part with Skid McBarks. There's some funny yeah. uh, kind of almost fourth-wall type things. He's a skateboarder, and for some reason, the factory where he makes his shit has, like, been taken over. 
So I'm trying to clean out the factory right now, but I just helped him with the sand sharks. I cleaned out yep. all the sand sharks. Yeah. I died on that one after I had cleared out like 80 of them somehow. And I'm like, wait, where's my checkpoint? And there was none. So I had to redo that shit. And I was like, fuck this. I almost stopped. But I basically I had just I wasn't using the right weapon for those sand shark things. Like I've got that disco ball that you can throw in the midst of stuff and it just pulses, baby. That's it. And it pulses and kills things as it pulses. Oh, no, that's... uh... I'm not to that one. I know the one you're talking about where it makes them dance. Yeah. This is some other pulse thing. Was it called uh, Virtual Insanity? Essentially. (laughs) I can't remember. But I wasn't using that. Because there's a bunch of enemies at one time, and I wasn't using that. So I died, and I was like, ah. But because uh, I, I, it took me a minute to figure out the health system because you don't really see it when something's hitting you. And then like certain things attack for way higher damage. So yeah. you're you're rolling along, you're at like 35 or 40 and you get hit twice with a ship or something. And all of a sudden you're up against the ropes and it's like, wait, where, how did this happen? But because of the chaos of that game, and I, I had seen this in, in gameplay of A Rift Apart, the new PS5 one, it plays smo- so, how's that, sir? How's, how's, how does it play? So smooth. Yeah, so smooth. It plays so smooth <laughs> that it's easier to tell what's going on. You don't get lost in the action. And I think that's kind of what they're showcasing with this update is like, hey, the new one's going to look like this and play like this. So that definitely did help it. But uh, the humor's really good. Uh, Captain Quark's a total asshole. Yeah. Um, you can kind of see where the story's going. I, I played a good bit of the PS2 one, and this is probably like my fourth time trying to play this one. And I've already gotten further in it than I ever did. So this is the update that if you were kind of holding off on, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the weapon wheel is, it, it makes more sense to me this time. Sometimes I was a grappling with like, all right, I'm just, I don't know what I assigned down there. I'm just punching random D pad keys to try to figure out what, what I haven't run out of ammo on. Cause you, this is the resident evil of ratchet and clank. You'll run out of ammo with a quickness <laughs> and not have anything to refill it. But uh, the humor's there. It looks like a freaking Pixar movie. I know people have been saying that for three generations now, but literally when you look at us, it's this is a showcase for um, a, a PS5 patch of a PS4 game done right, which that generation wasn't lacking really until towards the end where you started having the weird mid-step. You know, I think Ratchet and Clank ran well on a regular PS4. Uh, and then it was one of those like 1080p HDR games that you could get by with with a regular PS4. But uh, this is definitely a showcase. And I think it wasn't Digital Foundry. It was somebody else that that put in the the work kind of showcasing what they did with that patch. And Insomniac did a great job with it. I think it, it borrowed some of their Spider-Man technology. They injected some of that uh, upscaling and uh, things like that because they upgrade they upscaled it to a. I don't think it's checkerboard. I didn't see that buzzword, but it's some sort of version of 4K. And uh, the HDR and everything, the implementation is is beautiful. I haven't seen any weird jaggies or anything. That game is uh, is really good. So Brant recommended it last year, and I, I can second Brant at this point. That's a, that's a badass game. It's not free anymore, is it? Is it off officially now? As of yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah that I sucks. I hate that, I'm, I hate that I'm just now talking about it today. But So what got added? What got added now? It's not Horizon yet? That's we got a week middle or two of this month. Middle of this month, okay. Yeah, like the fifteenth or sixteenth, I believe. But your other games are in there, like Moss and Paper Beast and Astrobot. Uh, Astrobot Rescue, yep. Rescue Mission. Mm-hmm. So you got you got a bunch of other titles in there. But uh, that's all I played this week. Ratchets. 
nothing old school. I'm getting a weird Metal Gear kick for some reason. I'm going to, if we were all together, I would make us play through Metal Gear Solid and record it just because uh, I'm getting a weird Metal Gear phase kicking up again. I might, I might restart my playthrough of two that I abandoned a, a year or two ago, two or three years ago. I think I talked about it on this podcast, didn't I? Yeah, something about tankers and riding. And oh, God, I love the tanker. Ice cream who's guy. Riding? Wait, who's riding? <laughs> I, well, ice cream guy. What was the name of that? Batman or something? Batman. Yeah. Great, great job, Kojima. Yep. This is one of the greatest artists of our age. Bam. He's a visionary. He's brought video games to a new level. What's his boss's name? Batman. <laughs> let's, re, on, let's recreate the whole Shadow Moses on a tanker in the middle of the ocean. He's on roller skate. <laughs> yeah. All right, but that's my games played. Who is next? Uh, mine's simple. Uh, I didn't play much this week. I think the only thing I've continued my uh, bullshit run of um, Persona 5 Royal. Which just reached its one-year anniversary? One year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only it thing different. way longer to me than that, but I guess that's just 2020 in a nutshell. Yeah, I don't remember much of 2020. I mean, that seems like I'm still <laughs> living 2020 on repeat, but... It is what it is. So. Remaster 2020. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm sure I'll, like, hopefully, if I'm lucky, and I think about five years later from now, I'll probably be like, I don't remember any of that time. So, so long ago. Um, Yeah, outside of that, I mean, I think the only thing I've done differently is I went to uh, Madarame's Palace and uh, Kanashiro's Palace. Um, I'm officially one-third of the way in the game, and I have uh, 43 hours into it, so. <laughs> um, it's gonna, I think it's going to take me about 120 hours to beat this game, so. Ooh. It's looking like that, yeah. I'm only That's a third of the lengthy. way. Yeah, I'm only in the month of July. I got to go until the month of February, so. Ooh. I think you start in the month of uh, April. Oh. I just hit July. Are you following uh, a guide or anything? Because I always that was like the social links and all that was like this weird barrier to me. Like I didn't want to play the game wrong, you know. No, I'm just following it to a T, like the way I remember it. So I mean, because you you literally have more days, and I mean it's just. When you start up the game, there literally is a, a, a graph that tells you to take your time. So, okay. So they give you hints of what to do. You're never like, all right, I just guess I'm just going to sleep. You, you, if you need help, there is an online component where you can pull up and they'll uh, pull uh, people who are playing online and they'll show you the most common choice that they made that day. That's cool. So that would help. It was like hang out with somebody or go do this. You can see what everybody else did. So. So, I mean, that's all depending. You just play the, the the game is made to play the way you want to play it. So that's good. I, I don't think there's a way to play it wrong. I, I don't well, I don't know yet because I don't know. I have to get the true ending. So uh, but outside of that, I mean, there, I mean, nothing's really progressed too much in the story outside of the fact that they're the fan of thieves and they're starting green uh, uh, nor, notoriety throughout the world. Um, and now I'm at the point where I in uh, Futaba Sakura's palace. I just started that one. Uh, and they're trying to steal her heart. And this is the first person that they have to steal their heart that is not entirely evil at all. Um, they just have some psychological damage. And they're trying to navigate through that and how to do so. Because that person's not bad. It's just they're, it's more problematic and it changes up the way the game is played previously that it was done from the previous levels to add some variety and depth to it. But, um, yeah, outside of that, I mean, I just when you go through the game, you have the palaces, and then you, um, which you have your basically is your dungeons and your boss battles, like I mentioned previously. And as you mentioned on there, it's just the social aspects of the game where either you hang out with people, or you can you can play darts, you can play uh, pool. I mean, you can do random shit in that game for whatever reason, however you want to play it. So there's not a wrong way to play it. So 
That's good. At least I know of. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I played this week. I'm just started doing that, uh, playing the game just like that. I think when I played it two years ago, I was the same way. When I picked it up, I just kind of followed through until the end. So I'm sure I'll be after 120 hours, I'll be like, this game's too long. That's how it was last time. So I'm like, when I when I got to 100 hours <laughs> on the original vanilla one. So damn. But yeah, that's it for me. It was a short week. I didn't uh, really venture out much. It's all in your hands, Brent. Young Brent, bring us home. So, let's see. This this past week, we uh, finished Uncharted 2. Uh Uh-oh. What did you remember? I forgot something I played. I played a good bit of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we can circle back. Yep. I panicked. (laughs) So, we finished Uncharted 2. We had gotten to the point. um, I didn't experience any crazy glitches. Oh, no people uh, flying through we the air. Where we were playing, yeah. But <laughs> uh, we, we finished the game. Um, last week they had kidnapped the uh, that old man, uh, Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you find him and he's, you know, they, uh, I guess Lazarevich had stabbed him. Uh, and then he tells you there's a secret um, entrance to Shambhala in the um, monastery that you're in. So you have to, you have to find that. Um, and then eventually while you're going through, you start seeing all those weird random creatures running through and fighting um, Lazarevich's army. And they're like the snow, they're like abominable snowmen or something. Kind right? of. Yeah. They're yeah. crazy looking. And then you, um, eventually get to the point where you're you get to the entrance and then Lazarevich basically um comes and gives you an incentive by basically threatening Chloe and um Elena's life a forced if, yeah forced yeah if, if you do not, you know, finish the puzzle and show him, you know, the the way to Shambhala. So you wind up uh, then going through and, and getting through the entrance. Uh, and then, of course, as right before you get in, there's going to be there's more of those those creatures that show up. And you have to kind of run around and survive as long as you can. And then eventually Lazarevich and his men come in and reveals that these people that they're actually like kind of like people in uh in like a suit and that they're you know guardians just meant to feed on people's superstitions Mm -hmm. but it still doesn't explain as to why they're so strong why you know you've been trying to shoot them forever and they just don't die um and they're you know kind of like um blue purpley looking people um, they almost look like like they're orcs or something, you know, otherworldly. Um, and then you you gain entrance into Shambhala, and you know Lazarevich says, uh, you know, either way, he just he wants you to witness um, him being able to to go in, and then he's you know gonna kill you because he's crazy madman. But as soon as you get in, there's world a domination. Bunch, there's a bunch of those guardian guys, and they 
um, start shooting. They have like these little crossbows, which are actually pretty dang powerful. Uh, and you know, you run around, you eventually get to this part where, uh, you get on to like part of these ruins and then the, uh, the ruins come loose and you're sliding and you're having to fight, uh, some of those guardians that are there as well as, uh, uh, a couple of Lazarevich's men that have jumped on the little, uh, like platform with you as it's sliding down. And so, uh, eventually you get to the point where you decide you, you have to go ahead and hunt Lazarevich down and stop him because he's after the Chintamani stone. But what it is, is if you're, if you like ingest it or something, you basically, Mm. I don't. I wouldn't say like gain immortality, but it you know it heals it heals your injuries and all this. And I mean, Lazarevich is this crazy muscled up man, but he's got like you know all these weird scars. He's got like his the side of his face is all has been messed up this entire time. Yeah. So you realize you know he he could become a monster. He could become powerful. And your your goal is to to find him, stop him, and destroy the the Chintamani stone before he can do what he wants yeah. to. Yeah, whatever that stuff's doing to people, it'll put him over the. He'll make him the super shredder. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, eventually you get. Um, go ninja, go ninja, go. <laughs> <laughs> you get close, and then uh, you run back into uh, Harry, uh, who at this point in the game has been. Uh, shot and left by Lazarevich. Oh yeah, the guy from the beginning that double crossed you. Yeah, he he double crossed mm. you. Now he's been double crossed himself. As soon as he led Lazarevich to where he needed to be, he shot him and left him to die among thieves. And uh, also with a present, he you know while you're talking to him, he then like at the last minute reveals that he's been he's holding a grenade that doesn't have a a pin, and um. In the explosion, um, Elena winds up getting uh, wounded. And so Nate tells uh, Chloe, you know, get her out of here. We need to, you know, I'm still going to go after Lazarevich. And from there, you have that final battle where you run up on him. um, And that, uh, that resin that you've seen throughout the game, you find out, like, as you're going through these runes, it's actually, like, explosive. So he sees Lazarevich. Um, Lazarevich, there's like basically like this liquid resin along with the big part of the, I guess what I guess is, is the Chintamani stone. Yeah. And he drinks from it, and he like all that like scarring and all that stuff just it just goes away. <clears throat> and so Nate comes and, and shoots a couple of the guys and um, and blows up. Um, some of the resin and then there's a big pit of it, it catches that stuff in the center on fire and then the the battle ensues where you basically just have to run from Lazarevich and he chases you around he's got his his overpowered shotgun he throws grenades at you and stuff and you've got to basically just um, shoot these clumps of resin on the trees when he gets close enough to you know and then it, explode them the bullshit he, boss battle, 85 grenades thrown at you. Oh, so. yeah. And he, at 
yeah, it goes through stages and he gets more ridiculous. He gets faster. He winds up throwing like three or four grenades at you. Oh, at it was a time. like eight five. I counted. Yeah, it was like it was it was me constantly running. I didn't even have time to shoot. I'm like this is bullshit. Oh yeah, Tr- trust me. <laughs> That was that was my first platinum trophy because I love that game so much and playing it on like expert or whatever it is like crushing there it, it was, it was crushing it was nothing but like crushing. grenade roll 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 grenade roll 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 like you didn't have any time to do hardly anything during that last boss fight but you you know wind up um, getting him down. And he, you know, tries to appeal to you. He says, you know, good, you know, go ahead and go ahead and finish me off. He's like, you'll see that, you know, me, you and I aren't aren't so different. And Nate's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And Lazarevich kind of revels and then he goes, see, you, you don't have what it takes. And he goes, no, no, I don't. But they do. And all a bunch of those guardian things come down. And like grab Lazarevich and just start like wailing on them, and they, I mean it's like a dog pile, and they're all just beating the crap. And so you you run out and you have to escape. And um, the last, you know, the last bit, like the city is like falling apart, crumbling. Um, you barely make it off of you know there's like basically a crash bandicoot part again in this about to say it's like crash where (laughs) yeah you're running across this bridge it's crumbling you got to jump across as it's going and then eventually you see um chloe and um you make it across but then like the bridge crumbles and then there's a another guardian that jumps down and you have to shoot him to save chloe and then eventually you almost fall off the thing and she saves you. And then the rest is just, uh, you get up there and it seems like Elena is, is gone. Basically she, it, it seems like she's, she's dead. She's not responsive or anything. And so it makes, it, it becomes very dramatic and, you know, Nate's like, come on, you know, don't, don't do this, Elena, don't do this. And then it, you know, kind of fast forward back to the, um, the village that Tenzin lives in. And they've given uh, Schaefer a memorial, or not, Sh- yeah, Schaefer um, a memorial, and they've buried him. Um, and uh, Sully's there, and Chloe's there, and she uh, basically says her goodbye. And then Elena comes out, and she's she's injured, but she's she's doing good, and. Um, the end of the game is 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 pretty funny with uh, the back and forth between uh, Elena and Nate jesting with each other because she's like, you know, how how scared were you that I was gonna die? And he goes, eh, a five, <laughs> and she she's all a five, a five. Are you kidding me? She's like, what what were those what what were those guardian things? He goes, an eight. <laughs> She's like, so me dying's a five. Those things are an eight. What's, what, you know, on a scale of one to, what's a ten? He goes, clowns. <laughs> He's like, I really hate clowns. It's clowns. Oh, writing is such good stuff. And it's, <laughs> it was, it was, it's, it's pretty good. And that game is just, it's a such a solid game. It's such a solid story. And eventually, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna play number three as well. But I know, I, I could tell he really enjoyed number two. It's awesome. 
I I knew three was really, really good. I played through it in probably two sittings. I still have yet to play four, so maybe I'll jump oh, on four train when you guys play. You need to jump on four. Need good to stuff. jump on four. Um other than that, um I I don't know names, uh, because I'm I'm horrible with names, but you're gonna have to to bear with me on that. But I've actually I've never played any of the Ori games. Oh. And I've gotten both of them for Switch. Okay. So I popped in the first one, uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, and mm-hmm. I'm playing through a bit of that. And I enjoy Metroidvanias. Um, this definitely falls into that category. It does. And for, you know, a Microsoft studio, um, <laughs> this definitely, <laughs> this definitely, to me, gives me more vibes of like Metroid and um, with some Legend of Zelda elements kind of taken. Because the whole thing is, you know, Ori is this um, basically like a young piece of light made, you know, from this great tree. And there's all sorts of these other spiritual, like spirit trees or whatever they are. And so uh, the, the big tree, you know, gives the life to all the forest. And eventually a big storm comes and separates Ori. Uh, and then Ori gets taken in by this uh, creature that takes care of it and nurtures it. Um, but eventually there you figure out there's there was something that happened. And now all of the, the protecting light, uh, all of the, the light that... that gives everything life and all, everything else. It just, it was, it was gone. Something's happened to it. And now you see this vibrant, colorful life filled world j- just kind of decay and, um, get these weird little blobby monsters and like you know, spiders and yeah, all these other things come in, uh, and just kind of, overtake the the world and so then ori you know can hear hear these voices and to me it's like i said it's it's much more metroidvania or metroid side for me it feels like because uh, you really you start uh basically with nothing and then you are constantly getting more and more upgrades because every time you find one of these uh, spirit trees, you gain um, part of its um, nature or whatever. You know, this this tree, yeah. um, like its aura or something. Yeah, had you know had this, and it was you know it was known because for for this attribute, and so that you know gives you that part of that. And so that's how you get, you know, your double jump and attacking and everything. And you you get this little spirit and your spirit, the little spirit that follows you around is how you attack. Um, It's nice because you can you wind up being able to kind of just save wherever because you have like these blue orbs and then like green orbs and the green orbs represent your health. And the blue orbs represent um basically like um some of your abilities like the the ability to be able to 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 save and concentrate spirit and also use like uh heavier attacks and things like that later on in the game 
but yeah, you you eventually f- you find out as you travel through what's happened, and there was this the the just giant owl, and it came and uh, stole the light, and um, it scattered all of it, and it winds up being the light of you know the the the, the water and warmth and wind so now you've got to go to all the different Elements. corners of yeah you've got to go to all the different corners of the 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 earth and or the forest and uh gather all of these basically find these spe- special orbs and gain entrances to these sacred trees basically go through what equates to like a, a temple or something because i i ran through and the first one you do is um the the water the water orb because the water in the world is it's poisoned Poison. it's yeah you can't you can't I played swim this in years it. ago it, and I remember so much of this somehow um but uh yeah you wind up going through and I'm like it's it's it is kind of like Metroid meets a lot of Zelda elements because you know I went through like a pre thing and then I gained entrance to that the the tree of of the wa- of water and then you know went through it and it's you know basically like going through the temple and um you get this interesting move where you can um paint the colors of the wind <laughs> you can use enemies or enemies attacks to basically get more air uh, and like shoot off in different directions and things mm-hmm. like that. And toward toward the very end of the, um, or no, that is the end. Um, you you free this this tree of the like evil corruption that's in there, and you have to basically use that ability and um, kind of solve this puzzle to get around and rid the corruption. And as soon as you do, then the it it floods. And you've got to use that again to like get out as quick as quick as you can. Oh God! Uh, don't say flood. That's <laughs> nightmares. Um, and and then it restores um that part of the world. So now like all the water is is swimmable. Um, there's there's like life in the water. There's there's fish and these other things. Um, but this game, I mean, it's. It's kind of like um, Hollow Knight in that respect, where you can you can sit down and start playing this game and kind of get lost in it because uh, it's it's yeah the the music the scenery atmospheres um, second it, to none oh my gosh it's it's so so good and I haven't how does it look and play on Switch very very good um, I think they made a point to keep it at um, sixty frames oh um. I believe. Um, it's a good port then. Yeah, it's I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm not super far into it. I'm still I'm trying to get to the next area, which uh, I believe is the one for wind. So, and I so got you said, like this. So you did water, wind. What was it? Water. That was it. Water, wind. I, I'm going trying to get to where i need to go to do wind i did i did water there's wind and then it's warmth i think i don't i remember it wasn't fire they called it like warmth i was like uh we can't say water wind and fire we wind (laughs) earth 
Yeah. Or you, before you start getting uh, Captain Planet references or right. Avatar references. Yeah. So. But it's uh, it's it's a good one, and I mean, if if you enjoy Metroidvanias, so uh, Water World. I would accept Water World as another reference. Water World. Yeah. Everybody has gills somehow. Um, did they ever address that in that movie? I don't remember. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see. I'm, I'm probably going to be playing this a little bit. Um, well, but I've also been forest. between uh, Cesar talking about Persona Five and, and us talking about PS Vita. I've almost wanted to pop Persona Four Golden in and test it out, see how that is. So I may do that, but well, I'll I'll see. You Should never played it. it? No, never played it. It's a good ass game. It's my most played Persona game. You sh- you should do it. You might fuck around and beat that game. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've heard only good things. I've heard it's so good. This shit's awesome. But uh, you had one game that you had forgotten, Richard. Oh yeah, I forgot all about this. I I, I talk about it just about every week, and then uh, Best Buy had a sale on the Switch version, so I was like, ah, let's go ahead and try it out. And I had this weird mystery ten dollar coupon, so it was actually pretty cheap. But uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, the remaster, I've talked about it. Like It seems like every week I'm popping in and out of challenges and stuff. So I tried out the Switch version, and while it is a noticeable, like I see the jaggies and stuff like that, especially on the cars. Um, you know, when you unlock a car, when you look at it on PS4 or, or the PS5, the new patch, it's just like, okay, this looks perfect just about. You see the jaggies on there. I'm playing in handheld mode, but... Uh, it's it's the game. The frame rate is uh, 30 frames per second. It's solid. It I never feel like, man, I could be playing this faster. It is it is the quintessential like PS4 to Switch downgrade, as it were. You know you were playing on a weaker piece of hardware, but it is the full experience. <clears throat> if that makes any sense. I do wish my challenges had carried over because I had unlocked quite a bunch of shit. But this game is so much fun, and they throw so much variety at you. I do not care starting over. And uh, I'm getting gold on a bunch of things that when I started off on PS4, I would get, like, the silver or bronze one on. So uh, I can't hype that game enough. Uh, I think it's I think it's 20 bucks right now on digital on PlayStation. So if you do not already have. And last week it was free on the free Xbox weekend or whatever they call those things. But cannot recommend enough uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster good on switch also can't confirm uh some of the puddles are weird like you'll see you'll see the <laughs> reflections change in the puddle as you're going past it i know it's, this is not puddle gate 2.0 <laughs> but uh you'll see some weird things going in the puddles where it's like okay are you like are you rendering something or are you guessing that you're rendering something <laughs> it's just a funky off thing but uh the gameplay is is still perfect i made a couple of clips i need to upload them on twitter but i made some funny clips of some weird shit that happens to me for some reason i only seem to do that on why well, I, I do it on xbox now with that new share button but i only seem to do those quick clips of weird shit that happens on switch i don't know if that yeah. just that's because i'm by myself and i'm like i want other people to see it versus you know playing on halo and somebody sees you know somebody get blown up next to me or whatever but I just wanted to throw that one in there. Right. Put my money where my mouth is. I usually don't double dip on a lot of stuff, but this was one of them. And it was uh, it was already on sale. So double that dip version told. Do what? Double dip the chip. Yep. Double dip the chip <laughs> on both ends. 
But that one is one worth doing. That is a good portable version of Hot Pursuit. Now we'll probably take that with me uh, this next weekend. I'm going to be away from the house for a second. So I'll probably be taking that with me and unlocking some challenges. You're doing it wrong. You should be taking uh, Nobunaga's Ambition with you. <laughs> uh, I'll have that too, but uh, Nobunaga's Ambition doesn't have a speed wall. Meet me at the speed wall. That way uh, you, you can we figure can out how to get through there. Yeah. That way, that way you can come back next week on the when we next time we when we record and you'll be like, so I'm not sure when he enters in Neo and then when he shows up at Onimusha. I don't understand the Nobunaga <laughs> storyline, or when he starts uh, doing Pokemon Conquest and when he starts getting the Pokemon. I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, but I've uh, I've downloaded a copy of that and three of the NES titles and I'm trying to find out where they all connect. <laughs> I'm just uh, always sunny. I'm just uh, I'm just connected yeah. the fourth. <laughs> Nobunaga. What point does he? What point does Pokemon enter in this, in this world? When does the conquest crossover occur? And yes, both both Ori games are, uh, 1080 docked, 720, portable, uh, 60 frames a second for both. That sounds native. It is nice, very nice. So they did they did very good on that port. <laughs> That was one of those titles that uh, Cesar and I saw and convinced us to to try out the Xbox One. It was like, all right, this is some different shit. Here we go. Rare Replay had nothing to do with it. Rare Replay had <laughs> nothing to do with 60% it. Sixty percent to do with it. <laughs> of course, uh, no bullshit games are allowed. No bullshit. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit games or board games at the end. When are you gonna stream it? Stream it, you coward. I, I need to, man. I, I haven't had time, but yeah, I'm, at some point I'm just going to go on there and do it. So, and I, I still can bring know us those jaggies. Don't know where the, I don't know where the, I'm still trying to figure out where that damn thing is. I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. And then see 15 minutes of me and just falling in the hot lava and dying out of my lives. I'm like, where's the damn board game? And that slow, I remember that slow somersault like backflip thing. <laughs> 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 Oh, I do that everywhere. Once you get that run ability, I just run everywhere. I All refuse right. to play that game again from the, from the beginning. I refuse. Or you play like two hours. You'd be like me. You'll play two hours, and you're like, "All right, that's Banjo Kazooie. I'm done with this. I, I, I don't know what I need to see." I, I will. One of my favorite streamers, she'll, and I showed you that video last time where um, she ended up playing eight hours of Mega Man One to finally beat it. So. <laughs> Seven of those, uh, seven of those eight hours are on the ice level. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe I, I mean, might get, I might get the itch one day and just keep going until I actually beat it and just follow that uh, person's lead. Better than me. Yeah. All right, we went over our one hour and forty eight minute time slot. Uh, you guys got anything you want to add? I'm good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Yeah, smooth operator. Smooth operator. See you. Yeah. <laughs>